Welcome to C.S. Joseph Responds. I'm your host, Chase, here to answer your questions on any topic Jungian analytical psychology or the four sides of the mind, also known as four sides dynamics. Today's question is, how do I let go of an ENTP man as an INTJ woman? And the source of today's question is Facebook, or more accurately, Facebook Messenger. Let's actually uh, go right into the question, and the question is uh, presented by Ashley uh, Deaton, who says, quote, I am so sorry to bother. Do you have any advice for an INTJ who's having trouble letting go with an I hero? Long story short, I was led on by an ENTP who was with another girl, but he kept saying stuff to me like, I think about what it would be like to be with other girls sometimes, but he's convinced he's loyal to an ISFP who takes advantage of him. I know out of self-respect, I need to never speak to this guy again. Well said. Uh, but part of me thinks if I give him the greatest experiences possible, he'll come through. He's also in my major that only has 85 people in it, so I know I'll have to deal with him more. So, wow, a uh, very interesting question uh, from Ashley Deaton, and thank you for uh, trusting me uh, with uh, this type of question, given the sensitive nature of it, so I will do my best to be as gentle as possible. Well, within the reason of TE Critic and TI Parents, of course. That being said, uh, this is actually an extremely common question uh, that I get from INTJ women all the time. And actually, I myself personally have been uh, uh, on the receiving end of an INTJ woman as well as INFJs, or at least NI hero women, who uh, just do not know when to let go. Uh, but in this particular case, the context of this question is uh, more involving this ENTP who actually led her on. And uh, I, in my coaching practice, I've coached plenty of INTJ women who find themselves in this situation uh, where they end up being the other woman uh, in a relationship. It's also, it's actually very common for female wayfarer types actually to be the other woman uh, in relationships, in as much as it is also common for female STP types uh, as well. Uh, you could almost say like masculine uh, female, uh, masculine females, uh, masculine types uh, who happen to be in female bodies, for example, uh, which are uh, any of the uh, direct uh, interaction style uh, according to the type grid. If you want to actually get a type grid, you can do that at csjoseph.life forward slash type grid. Put in your email, you will be uh, emailed a type grid, and you can use that as a tool to type other people. And if you want to learn how to actually use that, you can do that at our other YouTube channel, which is go to the YouTube channel page uh, for this YouTube channel, click on featured channels, and then the other uh, CS Joseph uh, channel will be there, and you can actually do season two playlist, season 15 playlist, and learn specifically how to use a type grid to accurately type people instead of relying on stupid MBTI tests or the letter dichotomies, which is an absolute waste of time. Hashtag commercial over. So back to the question. So Ashley Deaton uh, is obviously in university or studying something within a major. Maybe it's a master's program. Maybe it's her bachelor's. I'm not entirely sure. But she finds herself in a situation where she was led on by another ENTP. 
And I'm sorry to say this, but this is actually extremely common, especially amongst ENPs, and it comes from introverted sensing inferior. Introverted sensing inferior has this problem where it could just be absolutely totally depraved. Now, I usually give ENFPs uh, the biggest problems, or at least the most negativity about them being selfish and depraved, but that's not to say that ENTPs cannot be just as depraved as they are. It's just more primary for an ENFP because when it combines with FI parent, they can have this insane amount of selfishness and depravity about them, but that's not to say that ENTPs can't as well. Because ENTPs, um, instead of like feeling entitled uh, in a situation like ENFPs do, ENTPs can actually feel deserving to the point where they're like, well, I do all these good things for people. I'm just going to have this huge covert contract with people. So I deserve to sleep with multiple women at the same time and not care. Uh, this, this is a severe problem. And then they can also go even further and make further justifications uh, uh, for that uh, depraved behavior uh, when they start buying into uh, uh, systems like polyamory, when the reality situation is they're just using those systems uh, to their sexual advantage to rack up as many uh, sexual trysts or encounters as they possibly can as a result of you know, being you know, the coquettes as they are. And I, I, I venture to guess that uh, it's possible that Miss Ashley here uh, was a victim of such an ENTP coquette uh, in that particular situation. And it's very easy to take advantage of, you know, siren types because the INTJ, especially the INTJ females, the Cleopatra archetype, according to the art of seduction, also known as the siren. And the siren goes out of their way to talk about, um, or they, they go out of their way to, to maximize their performance, their, their, uh, their sex appeal, their aesthetics, as well as their bedroom capabilities. Uh, you know, quite frankly, extroverted sensing inferior in its aspirational form is, is amazing in bed, and many people often claim, uh, and many introverted sensors often claim it's the absolute best they've ever experienced in the bedroom. The thing is, though, is that INJ women, especially INTJs, because they're very achievement-focused, uh, they end up being manipulated, especially by coquettes, especially ENTP male coquettes in these situations because they take advantage of these, these women's uh, performance anxiety and they prey upon that because these women, especially in their more immature form and even some of the mature ones in some cases, especially if they've been, the mature ones have been alone for a long time and, uh, you know, that they don't feel really good about themselves. There's no one around them thinking highly of them. There's no one really being loyal to them where they don't have a track record of men being loyal to them, etc. They often end up believing incorrectly that by trading high sexual performance, it creates loyalty into the other person. And this is actually not actually, this is not really accurate. Furthermore, that's also a covert contract. So in as much as, in a covert contract, guys, it's a form of manipulation. It's when you do, it's like, uh, hey, you know, I, I scratched your back, so you better scratch mine, except you're not actually telling the other person that they have to scratch your back. You're just scratching their back, and then you get upset and indignant at them after you've done that, and you'd be like, hey, you better do something for me because I did something for you. But then you're like, well, you never told me I had to do anything for you. That's a covert contract that's very manipulative. The ENTP way is, is like, hey, I'm very deserving of this, uh, of this depravity. I deserve to be depraved because I go out of my way to do all these good things for you, so I deserve to have multiple sexual partners, which is what this ENTP is doing to this poor woman, basically. And then uh, 
the INTJ female covert contract, uh, which also is among INFJ uh, women as well. Uh, both of them, uh, expert in sensing inferior performance anxiety gets into play and their covert contract is, well, if I perform really well and if I perform to the best of my ability, that means I am owed loyalty. And then when they actually get abandoned, they become super mega bitter about it when the reality situation is it's their own damn fault because it's a covert contract. Their expectations were too high and they were just a, a victim of manipulation or they themselves were actually manipulating the ENTP coquette because uh, they had they were covert contracting, so as a result, both of these types, this ENTP, this INTJ, in this, situ- in this uh, sexual uh, uh, relationship, ends up actually like you know manipulating each other, taking advantage of each other, covert contracting each other. It's hysterical, but it happens all the time. This is actually extremely common, uh, and uh, you know and. and you know, and to and to Ashley Deaton's point, and I'm not I'm not bagging on her at all here. Like I I I admire her not being afraid and bringing this to me and sharing a, a story, a painful story uh, that you know could potentially like make her look bad or cause her to lose status with other people. But the fact that she's even willing to admit this and come forward with this, I mean, it's, it's really admirable, and I think it's very good. It shows that she does not have a, a you know um, um, what is it. Uh, uh, inter introverted feeling child god complex basically because she's willing to admit her mistakes and she has admitted her mistakes but this ENTP quite frankly is taking advantage of her now it's possible that Ashley was covert contracting him and she kind of did mention within her question that she uh, that she believed that um, uh, that she would believe that quote if I give him the greatest experiences possible he'll come through and be loyal to me that is uh, that it's a covert contract. So quite frankly, in these situations, the INTJ female needs to realize that they're kind of just as guilty as the other party, uh, as much as this ENTP coquette is, because he's obviously covert contracting her because of his depravity and him feeling like he deserves to be with multiple women. And that's like literally what's happening here, even though he's like, you know, uh, but he's convinced he's loyal to an ISFP who takes advantage of him. Well, okay, it's it's very common for ENTP men to be taken advantage of, especially by interest-based women, especially by SFPs uh, uh, and NFJs. Those types take heavy advantage of ENTPs because ENTPs are triple systematic. They're focused on the best way of doing something, and they sometimes are not aware that they're being taken advantage of because the interest-based people are trying to create win-win situations, but their whole motivation is, is, hey, as long as I get mine from this guy, so it's okay if he gets a lose and I get a win. That's the difference between interest-based and, and systematic. And the ENTP guy is willing to sacrifice himself for uh, the sake of doing the best thing, and he's oftentimes willing to take the lose. And what this does is it creates Stockholm Syndrome within the ENTP male when in terms of this relationship that he has with this ISFP. I was basically molested by an ISFP when I was a really small boy and I had Stockholm syndrome for that woman for many years to the point like when I would even have wet dreams it was always with my ISFP molester every single time that only went away probably about a year and a half ago uh, quite frankly you know it's it's just something that's just been with me for the longest time so I understand as an ENTP how far that Stockholm syndrome loyalty complex can go However, he's being SI inferior depraved. And when ENTP men are SI inferior depraved, they like 
to keep their options open. They like to have you know one foot in the water on the seashore and one foot on the sand because of their introvert intuition nemesis where they're so worried about their own future, so worried about what choices they will have later. They don't wanna lose out on any opportunity, so they wanna try out all the different women as much as possible just to see what's really good for them, etc., and then keep their options open, which is basically a form of cheating. And uh, it's 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 deplorable, and it's a uh, and it's a form of uh, it's it is a form of cheating, and it is a problem. And uh, you know, I will admit that I was depraved in the past, and I I exhibited similar behaviors in the past, and it wasn't until I reached manhood and was able to take personal responsibility and understand that you just can't treat women that way, and that's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that that's like literally the behavior of a boy; it's not the behavior of a man. That you just can't do that. So, folks, especially, especially ladies and men, but especially ladies, when when you're when you're watching or listening to this video, you have to understand very, one very key principle about sexual relationships, and this applies to all the types. And it goes like this: Do not have sex with anyone. Do not have sex with a man unless he's willing to die for you, because it is written there is no greater love than when a man gives up his life for his beloved. So women, if you actually want to know if your man loves you, then he's willing to take a bullet for you. So let me ask you this. Why are you having sex with people if they're not willing to take a bullet for you? See, that's my thing. Like I... I, I'm, I'm not really pro-legal marriage. I, I'm not really into legal marriage that much. It's just kind of not really my thing. But I do it because I love my wife, and, uh, and, she, and she means the world to me, and she's an amazing woman. She's excellent. But the bottom line is, is that, hey, you know, when it, when it comes to actually having sex, do not have sex unless he is willing to take a bullet for you, unless he's willing to die for you. And men, do not have sex with a woman unless you're willing to die for her, Okay. That's just the reality of the situation. And here's the thing, girls. If, um, if, if he is willing to die for you and you have sex with him, then why isn't he willing to give you a ring? Think about that. That's, like, that's, not, like, that's not a leap of logic, right? And, and giving a ring is a sign of commitment. That doesn't mean you have to have like a wedding ceremony. It doesn't mean you have to be legally married or whatever. You can figure all that out. But the bottom line is, is that sex without commitment is the problem. So that's how you know. And, and Ashley, you know, my direct response to you is in this situation, this is how you let go. Uh, do you want to have sex with a man who, or, or be in a relationship with a man who's not willing to die for you, yes or no? If the answer to that question is no, then then don't. And, quite, and here's how you as NI Hero can let go of this man, of this ENTP coquette in your life. Here's how you let go uh, right now. And it's that, well, I know because he's involved with this other ISFP and he has Stockholm Syndrome, etc. It doesn't matter how I perform and that's also a covert contract and I'm covert contracting him and he's covert contracting me and that's just a horribly screwed up relationship anyway and he's depraved and he's keeping uh, his options open and I'm just his second choice, etc. And he's got his foot in the sand and his foot in the water. Okay, why would I even want that? That's one way to let it go but look at it this way. All of that right there is 100% proof that he is not willing to take a bullet for you, that he is not willing to die for you. Therefore, he doesn't love you. And why would you want to have a sexual relationship with a man who doesn't actually love you? So, 
<sighs> if you would like a chance at your question being answered on this channel, please post it on Quora and tag me or leave it as a comment below. If you want a guaranteed answer for your question, become a silver member at csjoseph.life forward slash members and post your question on our private Q&A Discord channel where I'm answering all your questions during a private live stream each month. In fact, the next live stream is this Thursday at 9 Eastern. Uh, please also make sure to like and subscribe to support the channel. Anyway, with all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.